Listening to the Ron and Don Show. I'm G Force O'Neill, the real brains of this operation. Hey, Dad, can we go get a sandwich? Hey, you guys, what's going on? It's episode number 192 now of the Ron and Don Show. We are live from the Les Schwab Studios. What is up, Ron and Don Nation? Hey, we want to thank everybody that has stopped by a Les Schwab store and they're dropping off toys for kids, right? Yeah, we got two more weeks, uh, and we really need you to do this in person at a Les Schwab store. Go to leschwab.com slash Ron and Don for the location nearest you. Yeah. Hey, coming up on the Ron and Don Show, we're going to tell you about a swinger event that became a super spreader event. Shocker. Also, are plant-based meats really better for you and better for the environment? We're going to talk about that. Before we talk about that, though, let's talk about this. I was on a phone call earlier, and and I'm just noticing uh, as I'm out doing some holiday shopping online, everybody's talking about vibes right now. Everybody's talking about vibes. And in a conversation that I was having with Ron, uh, he was explaining to me that he was talking to one of our real estate clients, and with one of the clients... He was getting really good vibes, but then with one of the agents he was speaking with, getting bad vibes. Seems like everybody is talking about vibes, good vibes, bad vibes, and different vibes. Where do the vibes come from? Because as I am just paying attention now, everybody, whether it's in print, something you read on it, whether it's seeing a hat on a website, Everybody is talking about good and bad, bad vibes. Where did where did this come from? And why are you why are you talking about vibes? I don't know. I can't speak for everybody else. I can speak for me. This for me was a direct reaction to um, uh, our our thoughts and prayers are with you. Oh, because when when uh, all of these high school shootings were happening and we had all this stuff, there was a big thing about our thoughts and prayers. And Mm -hmm. so then the people on the other side of that are like, well, your thoughts and prayers aren't really stopping any bullets from flying around. And so this thing was going around around thoughts and prayers. And so I was like, well, I want to have a phrase Mm -hmm. that when I am thinking about someone, I'm not really praying for you. I'm really not. But I am, as part of like my meditation app that I do, there is a practice oh, really? uh, where you send positive thoughts someone's way, and it's really an exercise for yourself. Okay. But you're, you're, what you're trying to do is train yourself to take, you start someone out that you're very fond of, okay. and you send them, uh, you, it's very easy to conjure up positive thoughts about Let's this Let's do person. that. Your mom and dad, Bob and Alice, uh, thousands of miles away. It's the holidays. Uh, they just celebrated a birthday. This is they, called Meta. It's they, a, it's a, it's a, it's an actual okay. meditation thing. And so pick someone. So pick your mom. I'll pick my mom. Okay. Let's send them good. And, and so today's, my mom, today, today's my mom's uh, birthday. Let's send you her vibes. You say when you're in a meditative state, you mm-hmm. say, may you not suffer. And you actually repeat these phrases. May you not suffer. May you be happy. May you have a good day. So you just, you start just saying things pointed at this person you're thinking about. Then the, what the exercise is, 
is then you go to someone that is a little more difficult for you to deal with, maybe someone you've had a conflict with, and the more experience you get, it could go all the way up to someone that was a bully towards you or was uh, maybe did some a bad act against you. And so it, the more you evolve in this practice, you get to the point where you're like, even someone that has done something bad to me, I want to, and if you can't imagine them as a person, you imagine them as a little kid, like an eight-year-old kid. And you say, surely that could, surely I could send, may you not suffer to, to that 10-year-old version of the person that harmed me. And then one of the other things you do is then point it at yourself, is you picture yourself. And if it's difficult for you to, to receive that for yourself, you can picture yourself as a 10-year-old and say, may you not suffer. May you have a good day. May mm. you be happy. May you find these good things in your life. And so um, it's not a prayer. I'm not praying to some external deity to do that. It's so I, I switched deliberately from thoughts and prayers to either I'm sending positive energy your way. I just had uh, someone very close to me that's going through a very rough week. Uh, someone uh, decided to end their life by suicide that was close to this person. And so I'm sending, I'm, I'm telling her, I want you to know that you're in my thoughts, that I, the energy, I'm trying to, to send positive energy, positive vibes your way. I don't believe that some deity is the conduit for that. I think it's just the one human being to the other. Hmm. And so that's for me where the vibes came from is like, I think that people do transmit energy and intention and you can pick up on that or you can, people can pick that up about you. Uh, and so there are times though, when I, when I, my lower nature takes over and we had a situation this week with another agent that I thought was not behaving right. And I sent out negative vibes to them. Mm. I, I purposefully on purpose. Yeah. I jabbed them a little bit because I thought their behavior was not professional and that they weren't being responsive to their client or to our client. And so I jabbed them a little bit with some negative energy to say, Hey, you need to do your job. Uh, and that person felt it and, and, and <laughs> responded hmm. more quickly. So some people are their their antennas are not up for good energy and they take it for granted. So I, I purposely did that, but that's for me. Uh, I know you're probably joking a little bit, no. but like that was my, that's where I took it from is, is in this, I do the, and people ask me about, it, so I'll just say it. I do the waking up app. With Sam Harris. And so one of the things you, you learn about in the introductory course is this concept called meta. And it's, it's interesting because you can pick someone and, uh, and you do that. And then the thing that's, that's interesting about it is sometimes you can go to that person and go, Hey, I was sending positive, uh, vibes your way today in my meditation. And it's kind of meaningful to that other person, uh, where it's like, Oh, really? That's cool. Thank you yeah. for doing that. Could you, it's kind of interesting because for whatever reason, every time we record and we record at different times on different days, there's, there's a guy outside that like sees your truck pull up and he starts sending us bad vibes. What? Cause he's, he's out there on the world's, I don't know if people can hear it. He is out there on the world's loudest, uh, leaf blower. And and on my street where the Les Schwab Studios are here in Queen Anne, we are out of leaves. We had like 191 mile an hour winds here last night. Uh, the leaves were picked up this morning, but it seems like every time your blue truck pulls up, he just goes out, stands in the yard, and 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 just starts it. Should we send him good vibes or bad vibes or no vibes? I just think that's how this week's been going. <laughs> that the leaf blower guy is going to 
and he is thorough. He's probably going to blow these leaves around for the next hour. Like it's not, you can't wait him out. Because the last time we tried to wait him out. Anyway, I just encourage you. If you is, if it you, the, is it the same guy? I don't know. I can't even see him. I got to look. It feels like it's right underneath your house. It's the, it's the gentleman next door, and, and he's 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 blowing that roof next door again, which has already been blown by. But I want to send him. Hey, could we finish up vibes? If 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 that's a vibe, so we continue to record. That is the most thorough <laughs> landscape. He is climbing through the bushes <laughs> to blow leaves around. That's remarkable. So whoever's whatever they're paying him, they're yeah. doing a good job. So, anyways, if you're interested in meta and in, in guided meditation, because I've had a bunch of people ask me, I use the Sam Harris Waking Up app. I think it's eight bucks a month. Available in your app store. It's on my phone. Yeah. It's been very helpful. But you learn about meta in one of the one of the lessons. I think there's two of them going now <laughs> it's the ron and don show hey don't go anywhere uh coming up how does swingers convention turn into a super spreader event <laughs> we'll talk about that on the other side of this hey you guys listen up it's uh, ron and don here for les schwab you know the changing seasons it's happening today right in front of our eyes hey it's time to start thinking about winter driving conditions and there's going to be a lot of people that are going to be driving this winter because they're not fly right so whether you're going to grandma's house whether you're going on that ski trip whether you're finally finally going to go get some lessons when it comes to snowboarding les schwab you want to make sure you stop by one of their 85 locations here in western washington before you hit the road yeah, some easy things to check out, and we just did this for my dad. Uh, your windshield wipers, your headlights, taillights, front and rear defrosters, your blinkers and backup lights. Make sure everything is working properly when it starts getting dark so early. Some more difficult items to check out, and this is where Les Schwab comes in to help out. Your brakes, your alignment, your suspension, your batteries, and your tires. So important when it gets wet around here. Schedule a time at LesSchwab.com or stop by your local Les Schwab store for a free pre-trip safety check they do a visual inspection for some of your vehicle's most important parts and they can help you decide if you need winter tires that's les schwab doing the right thing matters if you're downsizing upsizing or right sizing ron and don can help you buy sell or invest in real estate it all starts with a ron and don sit down started out right away with don helping us look at the options like here are different ways you can approach the sale of this house i bought and sold a lot of real estate over my life don's listening skills were um superior don came with ron he was incredibly well prepared they were just really impressive and the things that they outlined that they were were going to provide their services were it just made it easy it was a lay down and so we put it on the market on saturday there was a lot of interest they made an offer on the on the offer date for over asking price. We did amazing. It was the best case scenario. We couldn't have done better. It couldn't have been a better experience. When we first sat down, they showed me what property was selling for in my neighborhood. They had several suggestions on you know, when we should go on the market, what we needed to do to get ready to go on the market. I, I couldn't be happier with the experience we had. We all celebrated. It felt like a team victory. <laughs> 
<laughs> we were all just jumping up and down. They were passionate and they, they were just honest and straightforward. And uh, no, everything's great. Uh, yeah, I definitely would recommend it. We had multiple offers, $50,000 more than the asking price. He had no contingencies, so I jumped on that one. I can't wait to do another deal with them. It was great. It was awesome. When you're ready to sit down with Ron and Don and start your real estate journey, schedule your time with the guys at ronanddonsitdown.com. Thanks for listening to The Ron and Don Show. Please hit subscribe. All right, you guys, we are live back in the Les Schwab studios, and we've actually been off for about four and a half hours because these guys have just got done blowing the whole neighborhood. I think they're down in Tacoma right now. Uh, that is some serious leaf blowing action right there. Two, <laughs> two, two men, one yard, uh, and two industrial leaf blowers. So anyways, whoever that landscape company is, good job out of them. And they just started again. Anyway, episode uh, 192. Let's just roll through this. We're going to talk about swingers and a super spreader event in just a moment. Before we get to that, though, let's get to this. A couple of years ago, I started eating some plant-based meat. I started eating more plants. And I still eat meat once in a while. But as a result of that, I try to really be more mindful uh, as I have read more about the environment, as I've read more about, well... I'll probably check out sometime after 2050, I hope. I hope I have a good long life. But they say at 20, by 2050, and I think there's 7.8 billion people on planet Earth right now, Ron, they say there'll be over 10 billion people. And what we are doing now with cows and cattle and steers and meat is not sustainable. It's one of the reasons why you have seen this huge boom when it comes to plant-based meat. The question is this, though. Plant-based meat, is it better for you Maybe not, but plant-based meat, is it better for the environment? Well, they have some new studies out on this, right? Yeah, this was an interesting article, and the answer is it depends. Uh, the headline is it depends on how you look at the data and what's important to you. So to me, there's a couple lanes on this one. The first one is philosophical. So if you know any people that are vegetarian or vegan, there are different reasons for that. If you're doing it um, you know, along the animal cruelty lane, like there's not a lot of arguments uh, against factory farming. Uh, if you're honest with yourself and you see how that's done, it's not a great life for the animals. And so there's that whole thing. And I'm not going to get on a soapbox because I, I, I still eat some meat as well. So if you're just looking purely at the, the study that you're talking about is they wanted to compare what is it? What are the entire cost in terms of money? water, resources, CO2 emissions, uh, everything for one pound of beef versus one pound of a, uh, of a plant-based meat. So we're talking beyond meat or uh, impossible burgers, that sort of stuff. And so when they looked at that, um, the initial study is an impossible burger uses like one-tenth of the amount of resources that it takes to make the same burger uh, that's made from an actual cow. Uh, and so, but they were using as the metric, the, the factory farming model. So the amount of water that goes into that and grains and like acreage that it takes to make the food, uh, to feed those cows is immense. Uh, it's something like one third of all the, the farmland uses goes back to feeding animals. Um, and so, but then there's another sort of parallel universe where like, okay, but wait a minute. Um, if we did a different type of farming, so if we had sort of free range farming and there's some other stuff that's actually negative 
a sequestration of like CO2 gases, but that represents a tiny, tiny fraction of actual farmers. Cause you got to get a cowboy and you got to take these cattle out into, you know, ranch lands. A lot of it's on public lands where they're actually doing an environmental service because they're eating a lot of that brush land. And then it turns into fire, uh, uh, you know, fuels fires uh, during the summers. So it's complicated, but I, my takeaway with it was, um, it's, it's, it's blend. Well, what, what was your takeaway first? Cause my takeaway is blended on this because it's not all of one thing and it's not all of the other for me personally. Well, I think it comes down to water, right? And when you look at cow gas, when you look at cow gas, there, there is more concern right now about cow gas being released into the atmosphere, uh, than there is with probably the gasoline powered car that you're still driving. And as we look at Tesla in the big year that they just had, and now what they're trying to do is crack the nut on the semi, right? Because once we see these battery-powered semis, that's the game changer. That's the pivot. And so we see help on the horizon. This is beginning to make sense to us when it comes to cars, when it comes to gas emissions. But when it comes to cows, if there's 10 billion people on planet Earth, there aren't there, there's not enough cow meat out there, steer meat out there to sustain. And one of the biggest problems is irrigation. Uh, You look at the Great Lakes, for instance, and I was reading an article last night about the Great Lakes and just the pollution alone that was in those lakes. Those lakes represent a fifth, a fifth of all the fresh water that we have access to here in the United States. And a lot of that water is used for irrigation in Canada and also in the Midwest where I grew up, uh, near Lake Michigan. And the only great lake that is parked in the United States that belongs to us is Lake Michigan. And then the rest of that uh, we share with Canada. And the difficulty is those lakes, which were only formed by glaciers 11,000 years ago, they have become so polluted. And as a result of that, that irrigation that is coming out of the Great Lakes uh, they interviewed some hunters in, in places like uh, Wisconsin and also up in Canada near those Great Lakes that are harvesting meat. And they're like, you know what? We, we used to harvest the organs. We used to eat everything in the animal. We can't do that anymore because we pull the heart out or we pull the liver out. And it's like sludge as a result of the polluted water. Then you take that polluted water, you go out and you irrigate soybeans And then you turn around and you feed that soybeans to animals. And now we're consuming not the soybeans, but the animals. And those animals have been uh, basically uh, exposed to a lot of pollutants that have come out of those Great Lakes. So the the, the pivot here, uh, if if we're really going to focus on eating plants and sustainable plants, is we have to look at our freshwater irrigation system not just here in this country, but really around the world. And that's what the world lacks right now. It lacks fresh water and irrigation, and it also uh, lacks, this is another story for another day, real education uh, for real young girls. And as a result of this pandemic, as a result of this pandemic, and I don't want to get off on a tangent here, uh, there are a lot of little girls around the country and around the world that are being affected by this pandemic and the education uh, that they had lined up for, they may never receive in their lifetime. So as we look toward a planet with 10 billion people on it, as we look toward a planet 
that is literally on fire, or at least it was this summer heading into the fall, we really have to pay attention, pivoting back now to freshwater and animals. We have to pay attention to that. So Yeah, for me, it was a, a conscious choice of just going, hey, I watched you change your diet and you had some really good results. You lost weight. You were less sort of puffy looking. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, your, your body changed. So I thought, and then I looked at it and I was like, you know what? I shouldn't, I just did this pattern because that's what I always did. Uh, when you and I grew up, it was sort of a meat and potatoes diet and you had meat three or four times a day. Like that's just how, what our diet was. You had a piece of bacon in the morning with your eggs. Uh, you had a turkey sandwich or a submarine sandwich that had, you know, salami in it or whatever. And then at night you'd have chicken and potatoes or whatever. Well, that was just a diet. So, and, more, and more salami. And more salami. <laughs> so I just had never really questioned that. And I was yeah. like, you know what? Maybe I should just limit this. I don't have to. I can have a meal without having a piece of meat on it. Uh, and that just was a switch for me. I was like, okay, to your point, if I'm going to have a, a piece of meat, then I should go out of my way to not have the cheapest possible meat that I can have, but make it something that I'm conscious of, then have it be a, a good meal. And, and that's what these plant-based things do. Sometimes you want a burger. And so it's easy to, like, I had a piece of sausage today that was a vegan sausage. And it's like, I just, I like that because it feeds into my childhood. I like having a piece of sausage for breakfast. It doesn't have to be pig sausage, though. It can be this vegan sausage. It's almost as good. It's not as good, but it's almost as good. It's ready to go. It was easy to cook up. I had it for breakfast. And then when I do have a breakfast meat or I do have a steak or I did have some turkey for Thanksgiving, I made sure it was very good quality. Yeah. And if you look at the blue zones around the world, they've studied six of them. And those are areas where people live to be 100 years of age or more. And I'm talking quality of life. I'm not talking uh, tied to an oxygen tank and walking around with a walker. These were some of the keys. Number one, mostly plant-based. When you have, when you have fiber in your diet and you consume plants, which are what these animals are doing, we're just getting to the plants uh, before they do and going through their digestive system. When you have that fiber... And you'll know you have fiber, especially in the morning, because you don't even need a cup of coffee or a brand muffin. Like that fiber arrives and you're like, boom, it arrives on schedule. As Ron said, what you will notice, you will notice less inflammation in your body. And what is, what is cancer? Cancer is just inflammation, right? It is, it is inflammation. I notice in my body when I start feeling sore, as I've gotten old, I get sore into my 50s and I feel that inflammation and then I see the inflammation All I have to do is really tap the brakes, be more mindful about what I'm consuming and putting in my body. And when I do pivot back to plants, I see that inflammation dissipate. I feel better. I sleep better. And it doesn't mean that I don't have a piece of meat once in a while, but I make sure that piece of meat, I try to make sure is the size of a fist. And instead of consuming it three times a a week, or I'm sorry, instead of three times a day, I consume it more like three times a week. That's the healthy balance. That's the Mediterranean diet. And people around the world uh, that live longer and have longevity, it's not because they're going to LA Fitness and riding a Peloton. It's because they are plant-based. Hey, coming back on the Ron and Don Show, live from the Les Schwab Studios, don't go anywhere. We're going to tell you how a swinger event became a spreader event. Uh, don't <laughs> You don't want to miss it. If you have a friend that is ready to start their real estate journey, send them to ronanddunsitdown.com. All right, you guys, episode 192, before we get out of here today, other parts of the world 
uh, have just taken COVID-19 a lot more seriously. Uh, And in fact, the gentleman who edits this, who will edit this show today, uh, lives in another part of the world. And he just found out how seriously other governments take this because they don't want, whether we're going to the gym or whether you're going to a swingers party, they want to make sure that it doesn't turn into a super spreader event. What happened in Ireland and then also what happened at this super spreader event? Yeah, uh, I don't want to give his name, but he, uh, like you said, went to the gym. Uh, they said there were six people in the gym and in like a 10,000 square foot gym or, or maybe less than that, but a big gym. It was a big size gym. And there's lockdown rules in Ireland. Yeah, there's lockdown rules. Uh, six people in there and, and then the owner was there. He said that the place got raided by the police. Mm. Um, he was detained for several hours, had to pay a 200 pound fine, which is about $270. The gym owner got fined 20,000 pounds. Which is around twenty eight thousand U.S. Wow! For for letting people work out at the gym, mm. uh, and he said his his life is just so constricted that it was the one thing that he uh, sort of allowed himself the the simple pleasure of like getting out, getting some physical activity, uh, lifting weights a little bit, uh, interacting with some people at a distance. And he said he brought his mask and everything, but uh, that's a big deal because his job has been really sequestered from doing that. Meanwhile, <laughs> in the United States... I can't wait to see how you explain this. The, na- <laughs> the Naughty and Nolans convention was happening in New Orleans. What's it called? Naughty and Nolans. Naughty and Nolans, okay. Uh, and uh, 300 people attended. Wow. This was a, um, a swingers convention, and the organizer there now has said, out of those 300 people... So far, 41 of them have come down with COVID-19, and he's very surprised, uh, Bob Hanford, because he now regrets hosting the event. He said that they had extraordinary measures in place. <laughs> and actually, when you, when you read them, the measures, it, they, they were extraordinary. Yeah. So everybody had to take a COVID test. Mm. Uh, if you had antibodies, which he said a, a fair number of the people that attended already had the antibodies. And so we've had people even in our own office that have said, I got, you know, I went and got a COVID test and I had the antibodies. They had one color of wristband on. So if you got tested, you had the antibodies, you wore a wristband that said that. If you had a negative test. Because you're not wearing anything else. I don't know what they were wearing. (laughs) If you had a negative test. Shoes, a pair of loafers and a wristband. (laughs) A negative test had a different, so negative test had a different sort of wristband, et cetera. Uh, And uh, the people then were, whenever you had the, public events for Naughty and Nolans. Everyone had to have the mask on, social uh, distancing. What was it called again? Naughty and Nolans. I just love you. And so, but I I guess there were some other events maybe that were happening uh, after hours at this event. They didn't really go into that in the article. But I, I just, I do think there's this different contrast when you think of Europe. I have another uh, I was going to go to Italy over this last year, and we had a guide set up in, in Milan, mm. and uh, Sarah is her name, and she just said, no, like, it is done. Like, we can't go out. Um, there are police with weapons walking a military through the streets of Milan, and if you were out, uh, you got questioned. Mm. 
when they do the lockdown, it's very, very different in the United States. We just have this sensibility that if I want to go to a swingers convention, I'm going. If I want to, we talked in previous episodes about it. If, if my, my, you can't deprive my high school senior of homecoming. We're going to have homecoming, a private homecoming. No masks. Everyone is welcome. Uh, we've seen weddings of 300 people. We've seen uh, baby announcement parties that have dozens of people. We see now the, the results are starting to trickle in about Thanksgiving of people. There was uh, one family that I read the story of where uh, everybody came for Thanksgiving. One of the brothers stayed outside. He brought his own TV. He hooked it up to like his car battery or whatever and was watching the football game outside with a mask on. He said he would go inside to uh, go to the bathroom and then he would grab a plate of food and go back outside. That family, the family member now has COVID. Mm. So we're seeing these COVID stories roll in off of Thanksgiving. Um, and we just have a different mentality of it uh, than they do in the rest of the world. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, and, and here's the thing I don't, I don't get. And, I, and this isn't political. It's really just a question. When, when I see all the articles and, and people posting and they're mad because they say we're under a lockdown. We've never been under a lockdown. You need to to travel and read about other parts of the world that really like get, Milan, where they have yeah. at gunpoint. You're asked why you're outside. Yeah, or go to a penitentiary and see what a lockdown's really like. The, these are just strong suggestions. There is no COVID nineteen police. And and the thing that I don't understand is when people say, "Well, because because now there's articles floating around again that all these people are going to die anyway, and they were dying of a heart attack and they had an underlying condition, and now you're calling it COVID nineteen. Then then why are Almost 30% of the hospitals now around the country at capacity, and they say by Christmas Eve, many of them will be 112, 115, 120% of capacity. That, that this, the science in that, the logic in that doesn't make any sense to me. If all these people were going to die anyway... Then, then why are the hospitals why are the hospitals full right yeah well I think this is going to be locked down again here um, and we are uh, erasing the clock on a vaccine but um, it's it's it is remarkable so if you have that swingers event planned if you are thinking about going to a, a meeting with 300 people maybe reconsider yeah maybe reconsider anyway. Hey, he's Ron. I'm Don. You're the Ron and Don Nation. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget, we're licensed brokers at Windermere. If you need us, uh, just reach out, right? Yeah, you can email. I sent out two of our buyer and seller guides today, uh, ron at windermere.com. Uh, if you are thinking about buying and selling, even if uh, I've had a couple of people say, hey, my daughter's uh, looking to, to sell her place or my niece, uh, go ahead and email us. We'll get you set up, do a Ron and Don sit down. Let's get a game plan for 2021. Yeah, and also check out that website, Ron and Don sit down. Com. Seems like the leaf blower started again. So we're going to get out of here on episode 192. Thanks for stopping by. Thanks for giving us great lives. We hope you're having a great start to the holiday season. You keep your head up. You keep your shoulders back. You subscribe. Keep subscribing to the Ron and Don Nation, you guys, and let people know that the Ron and Don Show is back because we've been on for a year and a half. And there's still so many people that are discovering us for the first time time all right all you got to do is go to ron and don radio and you can share that on your social channels we'll see you next time now here's my son to say well what do you want to say g-force hey thanks for listening to the ron and don show now keep your head up and your shoulders back and find some black belt courage ah! i'm not doing that. <laughs>